Welcome to Make a Baby with Hashimoto's, where we will chat all things Hashimoto's and baby making. I'm Chelsea, registered dietitian and spiritual healer. I'm also a Hashimoto's warrior and mom of one. And I'm Morgan. I'm a registered nurse, fellow Hashimoto's warrior, and a new mom of one as well. And we're so excited to help guide you through this amazing journey. Let's Let's make a baby. Hello, hello. We are here today and we are going to talk about how to make a home, a happy home for a baby with Hashimoto's. So we are just here. We don't, we were just talking and we were like, you know what, let's wing it because we have so much to talk about on this topic Mm -hmm. and we could write all the notes we want. But at the end of the day, I think what really matters, right, Morgan, is your story, your what's going on in your life, your stress levels, your fight or flight, your TSH, right? Like there's lots of things that go into making a happy home for a baby. And mm-hmm. it, it it's so individualized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to say like, here's what to do. Like these are the steps to take. But like you said, it's individualized. Everyone's different. Everyone's got different factors going on in their life, their fertility journeys. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to say, you know, this is exactly what you have to do. I feel like we can give steps, right? Like I feel like step one would be to get off of Google and get off of the Facebook group, take a deep breath and get help from someone who knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Find someone that can can, you know, you can tell them about your body and you can have a relationship with that, you know, that coach, that doctor, whoever it is that can really look at you as a whole person and kind of give you steps because they're going to, they're going to help you make a plan, an individualized plan. Right. And I feel like we, It's like for everything, right? Your, your car is having Mm. issues or is recalled. You go to the mechanic, right? Right. Like you're, you're hungry. You go food shopping, right? But like when it comes to Hashimoto's, I feel like you're all over the place. You're Mm -hmm. on Google, you're following this person, you're doing keto, you're doing that, you're doing this, you're doing a, but like, like before you get to the point of investing in yourself and finding someone that knows what they're talking about. You're going to try everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand that. I do that. Like I do that too. I I did that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like it's a human. I feel like we as humans just do that when it comes to nutrition, lifestyle, Mm -hmm. mindset advice. But I would say if I had to pick a number one step, it would be get off Google because yeah. it is a scary, scary place. Yeah. And You're going to leave Google with more questions than what you came with, I think, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. Get off for Google sure. for sure. And that, that really leads into a lot of the stress factor, right? Because mm-hmm. stress plays a huge role in our ability to have a normal cycle, let alone conceive. Yeah. And, and I feel like I don't know there. We talk about stress a lot on this podcast and it's because it's very important, but I guess step one would lead lead into step two. I don't know why I'm creating steps here, but like (laughs) (laughs) just, just creating it. Um, but you know, having your fight or flight response on at all times makes it really hard for your body to do the things it needs to do in general. But how do we even work on that? Right? Like, yeah. Okay. Stress is bad. Right? Like we know this. Mm -hmm but what do we do about it? Right. 
So I mean, what would you, you say? What you would know? I, so for me, like, I don't want to say like, add all these things in to help de-stress, meditate, yoga, don't, mm-hmm. you know, all these steps in my mind, like if coming home from work every day and like making dinner is stressing you out, then stop making dinner and like find somewhere that you can go. There's all kinds of places that have like meals nowadays that you can go and buy like a meal that's going to make your body feel good. And like, I did that personally. I was like, I don't want to have to come home from work and then stand on my feet in the kitchen and like cook a meal. Like I just want it to be super easy. So for me, like simplifying things was a big like stress reliever. So I don't know. I found a lady who literally could deliver meals to my house. Like the meals (laughs) were like $8. I was like, it's worth it in my opinion. And and that like relieved so much stress for me Mm -hmm. was just to have those meals and my food. And then I knew I was like, okay, I'm getting my body, like the fuel it needs to function. And then I'm not having to like spend my evening like thinking about okay what do I want to make like you know it just just made it a lot easier for me and it kind of freed up my time like do things that I actually wanted to do that also probably helped me not have so much stress built up so I think it's looking at like what's going on in your life and where can you make things simple and easy and like not be so stressed out or if something is causing you stress, how can we make it simpler for you? So that was probably like my biggest, I don't know, like aha moment where I was like, okay, I can make this easy and simple. And like, I don't have to worry about it every single day when I come home from work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, like Casey also helps, like he would be like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll cook. And like, that's always great too. But, um, yeah, I like wanted I didn't want both of us, either of us to be like spending all night in the kitchen. Like I wanted us to do things, go enjoy life, right? Have fun. Yeah. So that was kind of how we freed up our time in the in the evenings. For sure. I feel like someone just said I was in a um like on a coaching call for one of my coaches mm-hmm. and we were talking about you know, parenthood, stress, wealth, money, um, you know, relationships, Mm -hmm. all that kind of good stuff. And someone I brought up that I feel like I don't have time. I feel like I'm stressed, right? But like, I don't have time to do everything I even Mm -hmm. want to do to de-stress, like sleep or right, like shower or because like life happens and and we're realistic here. So what someone said to me, which I don't know why this clicks so much for me. And this is literally this morning. She said, we have to learn to do less better. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah. 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 Like be okay doing less really good. <laughs> like, yeah. like if I can get the laundry done once a week, that's really good for me. Mm-hmm. Or if I can just get into bed at 10 o'clock even for me is a really good night for me. And I think that taking a look at, at one area that is an easy improvement instead of like saying, Oh, Mm -hmm. look at the whole picture. You have laundry, you have dishes, you have to eat, you have to do that. You have to work. You have to work out. You have to eliminate these foods. You have to do right. Like, like everyone's telling you, you have to do something and it gets really overwhelming. So you freeze and this is our fight or flight, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is us flying. Uh, (laughs) And and we freeze and we kind of shut down and then your body reacts to that your Mm -hmm. body is like okay we're shutting down great 
um, here's this, let's punch a hole in your thyroid. Oh, here's this, let's make your cycle late, <laughs> right? Like, like, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of th- so I feel like when I was told do less better, I was like, it doesn't have to be this like, I need to meditate for 15 mm-hmm. minutes in the morning and then juice my celery and right, right. like, like make yeah. it, make life simple and make it better. The simpler, the better, mm-hmm. right? I think the it, simpler, the better for sure. Yeah. So I think that's the, like probably such a huge help for any part of your trying to conceive journey that you're on or mm-hmm. any baby making part of your journey that you're on is just do less better. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, and we, I think culturally we have such busy lives that it's hard to flip that sometimes and remember that, you know, it doesn't have to be busy all the time. It doesn't have to be stressful. It can be, like you said, simple. It can be easy. Like it, mm. it doesn't have to be like that. Um, and I think, you know, for me, when I came out of like college, you just are like used to being in that stressful, always busy, always have something to do. There's always something next on the list and kind of retraining your brain to a more simple, a more relaxed type of like living is hard. It's hard to do, but you can do it. Um, and I think that that is going to be really crucial in, in your journey with having a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a lot of logistical things that come into play too, when, Mm -hmm. when you're trying to make a happy home for a baby. And I love saying make a happy home for a baby because I feel like our thyroid is so connected to making a baby, like every part of that process from our cortisol levels, our, um, testosterone levels, right. Our, our estrogen levels, our Mm -hmm. cycle, our ovulation, right. Every part, every hormone, every, um, organ that is involved in making a baby, your thyroid plays a role in. And so, yeah, obviously, yes. Taking care of your thyroid would be like number one, duh, right? Like bold caps in red mm-hmm. blinking lights. But what's great about working on everything that we're talking about today. So, right. Our, um, stress, relaxation, nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, your labs, working with your diet, right? Like all these things are not only going to help your thyroid, they're also going to help your gut, your Mm -hmm. cycle, right? Your liver. And and, and I think that that's the beauty of being on a Hashimoto's healing journey in general is being able to realize that it's all connected, which instead of looking at it as a, as a negative thing, it's a totally positive thing. Yeah. You do one thing for one of them, one of the issues, one thing that you have going on, you're helping everything. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's kind of like a multifaceted. They're healing. all very connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that, you know, stress management is going to be key. And, you know, I'll never forget. I was watching sex in the city when I was younger, cause my mom used to watch it <laughs> and it was the episode. And I don't know if you watched it, but where Charlotte wanted to get pregnant and she was having issues with fertility with her first husband. Mm-hmm. And she went to get acupuncture 
at Dr. I think it was like Dr. Chang, someone's office. He was like the world renowned fertility acupuncturist in Manhattan. And there was like a band or a carnival or something outside the window. And she like couldn't relax. But Charlotte's character was never relaxed. Never. Yeah. (laughs) Never relaxed. And that I think that that played a huge role in that storyline. Obviously, it's not she's not a real person but that does happen frequently where you could be do- checking all the boxes right like you could go get acupuncture every week but if you're not calming mm-hmm. down and relaxing and allowing the benefits to kind of seep in from like even just the energy in the air yeah. it, it may not be helpful I, I think it's more than just checking boxes off I think it, it relaxation and true stress management have a lot to do with the mm-hmm. strain yeah And so like, if you haven't heard it enough, (laughs) and if you listen to any other of our episodes, I think you'll come to see that we really believe in keeping it simple, Mm -hmm. do less better, right? Like start making it work for you and fit into your life. Stop adding so much crap because someone on Instagram said that, that this is what they did. What is going to fit into your life? life right now what are you already doing that you can actually celebrate a little bit little bit more and help your subconscious actually be like wow this is really great Mm -hmm. I want to show up and do this every single day is it you're eating three meals a day like that is hard for people to do yeah it's a huge win is it uh, I don't know showering right like for me whenever I shower I used to like think of it as a chore. And now I celebrate the heck out of myself because I got in the shower. I washed my hair. I shaved my legs. Like that is rare (laughs) and it deserves to be celebrated or I don't know. There there's so many things you can celebrate and that's the beauty of this, but making this journey, a fun and exciting journey Mm -hmm. where you can, right. And and it's not appropriate at all times. And we totally respect that and understand that, but just making your mindset be a little bit more what would you say? Like, I know positive. I want to but- just say like more, um, I want to say like easygoing, like flowy, like, you know, like I'm here and I'm doing the thing and like, I'm going to celebrate the heck out of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your body. Yeah. And all that. Because you doing. deserve it. Like you, you're worth celebrating. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we don't give ourselves credit for like what we're doing, even the simple things. And I think when we start to like realize like I'm doing this for myself or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing the things that are making me feel good. I think doing those things and recognizing it is going to also, I think, help change your mindset around this too, because you're going to be like, like we said, it gets to be easy. It gets to be simple. And, um, when you start recognizing this, like your subconscious is going to, like we said, it sees it for what it is. So if you're telling yourself, like, I'm doing the things I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating myself. Like I'm proud of myself. Like when you start telling yourself this, um, I think you're going to start to see like the mindset changes. And I think that's going to kind of trickle into all the areas of your life, your lifestyle, your diet, your relationships. I think, I think Mm. you'll see that kind of flow out into every part of your life. Yeah. I think when you start to prioritize yourself, like that's, that's when I think you start to see changes. And we were kind of just talking about this, not Mm -hmm. very long ago, but (laughs) doing things for you. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think, I think that we as women in general have a hard time connecting with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Not everyone, but a lot of the women I, I at least come across I feel like we're scared to fill our cup up because we don't know what's going to happen. And stepping into the unknown is scary. It's supposed to be scary. You're not supposed to know what's going to happen or not happen. And you can't plan your way out of a healing journey. And unfortunately, as a type A, like, (laughs) likes lists and likes scheduling person, I think the biggest lesson was being on a journey like this is you, you can't perfect your way out of this. It, it, it's yeah. not how healing or making a baby works and your body will tell you that real quick. And I, I just, I just want to flip the narrative here because it, I know we say things like it gets to be easy. It gets to be simple. Keep it simple. And that's hard to do. And we get like, trust me, we get it. Like we, mm-hmm. we understand, but it's more, we're saying those things. And I just want to clarify because it's kind of like a mantra. It's kind of like us telling ourselves yeah. everything's going to be okay. We're going to keep showing up for ourselves. We're going to celebrate ourselves. It gets to be easy versus us being like, well, it's easy. Duh, silly. What's wrong right. with you? That's not what we're saying. And I don't, you know, I don't, I just want to clarify that because it is a sensitive topic. It is mm-hmm. something where you get to be sensitive about it and you should be sensitive about it. We should all have feelings about how to make a baby and, and making our body a happy home for a baby, especially right. if we've struggled and, and we understand that it's not easy mm-hmm. and, and it's really hard. Um, but, you know, I think that that brings us into like, how do we nourish ourselves too? And how do we take care of ourselves and making sure that we're showing up for ourselves as far as nutrition goes, as far as your gut health goes, as far as supplements, right? There's so much that you can do and we don't want to overwhelm you here. So we're going to do our best not to, but because there's like, I, I keep saying like, number one is this, number one is this, number one is this. And they're all number one, which is really hard to look at. Cause that's overwhelming for me when I'm like, I'm like, I'm writing as Morgan's talking on my little post-it in front of me. And I'm like, Oh, this, Oh, that. Okay. And, and I'm, I'm getting overwhelmed. So I, I, I just don't want it to come off as we're giving you assignments to do. And if you don't do all of them, you're screwed because it's not what we're saying. We're just providing tips and tricks and information and little tidbits here and there. And, and I'm saying this because as we dive into nutrition and lifestyle and supplements and that juicy stuff that we Mm -hmm. know people really want, um, as I ramble on and on and on (laughs) to get there, um, I just tell us already, Chelsea, I just want that to be, uh, the, the preface Mm -hmm. of what we're going to talk about is that it's not all or nothing. Right. And this journey, Hashimoto's in general, is not all or nothing. Making a baby is not all or nothing. So just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. But let's dive into nutrition because that plays a huge role with Hashimoto's healing in general and then can help prepare your body to be a happy home for a baby. So a lot of what happens and what we see with Hashimoto's hypothyroidism, really most autoimmune diseases is that your immune system is 
I guess the word attacking is appropriate here. Um, mm-hmm. It just feels icky to say it, but is yeah. attacking. And when you have any type of immune attack, typically in your, your body's automatic response in like the medical field in general is to be inflamed. Mm-hmm. So like you hit your knee, right? Your body goes to attack it. It gets a huge welt. It becomes inflamed, right? You roll your ankle, your body goes to attack it to repair it. It becomes inflamed. So just, I I just want to say that because inflammation can become a huge issue and is probably the number one issue, I would say, um, with women with Hashimoto's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is where nutrition plays a role because what we eat definitely affects our gut, which Mm -hmm. most of our immune system is actually in our gut, which then affects our inflammation. Yeah. And your inflammation is going to manifest in like different ways. It's not going to be just one thing more than likely. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, like we just said, it could show up in your gut. It could be that your joints are hurting. It could be that your hands are swollen. Um, there's lots of ways that inflammation can show itself. Mm-hmm. So it's not just going to be like one, one thing that's going to be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I have inflammation. So just keep that in mind. Right. And it's not just your diet or mm-hmm. your nutrition that causes inflammation either. Right. Um, so just in general with that. And, and it, so it's so important here to listen to the messages that your body's giving you throughout this whole thing. So if you mm-hmm. are eating, right, and, and you notice you get a headache every day after you eat, that's your body saying, hello, help me, something's going on, my body, you yeah. don't like this, right? Like we have to stop brushing these symptoms under the rug and pretending that like, oh, this is just the new normal. I know I used to, whenever I would go out to eat, it, it probably also happened when I wasn't going out to eat, I would feel so full and I wouldn't eat, like I would eat big portions. That's just the American mm-hmm. diet, but I would not eat enough to feel like I had to be rolled out of the restaurant. Like I couldn't keep my eyes open. My stomach was so uncomfortably bloated. I just felt like someone could just literally like <laughs> roll me out yeah. of the restaurant. And that was not normal. And it took me a really long time to realize like, Hey, that's not normal. Something's going on. Mm-hmm. And so Number one thing when it comes to nutrition is to pay attention to what your body's telling you while you're eating and after you're eating. And this is really yeah. connecting to like that intuitiveness that we talk about a lot. Um, Cause we're not going to sit here and say, oh, this food causes inflammation. That food causes this, that, that, because we can't tell you that. And like we said, everybody's individualized. It's not going to be the same for every single person, you know, different foods could cause different reactions for everybody. So, right. Yeah. So I would say the number, I keep saying the number one and I'm like catching myself. <laughs> uh, what I would, what I suggest, and this is what I teach in the Hashimoto's method membership program and in all of our group programs mm-hmm. too, is, yeah. is start looking at how you're feeling while you're eating and after you're eating. And if you're noticing that you're having an influx of symptoms after you're eating, um, after you're eating, you want to really pull apart that meal, right? Like let's dissect it. And I'm sorry, one second. You're good. My mom is taking Ellie out and it's 
a hundred degrees here today and she can't find the sunscreen, but I digress. So this is why I have my phone for emergencies <laughs> and that that's what I, um, so I like saying, let's dissect this meal. Right. Okay. So what did you eat? I, I don't know. Yeah. Eggs and toast and whatever. All right. So let's start pulling that apart and let's see how each individual thing starts making you feel. So let's wait a few days to let this get mm-hmm. out of your system. And then let's say, okay, eggs, let's have a meal. That's just most or a snack. That's just mostly eggs and see how you feel. And this is kind of how we experiment with foods. There's lots of other intricacies and, and individualized ways that I go over, um, in t- inside THM, but I would say this yeah. is the sh- uh, a really sh- surefire way to see what food specifically makes you feel either really fucking good Mm -hmm. or like you're not your best self. Yeah. And this is why we, I will never demonize a food. Like I'm not going to come on here and say gluten is bad for Hashimoto's. There's some people in the Hashimoto's healing world that, that do believe that. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's okay for them. But I have worked with Morgan. and I both have worked with many women where gluten doesn't affect them doesn't yeah. affect their labs we've tried all the data right like we mm-hmm. <laughs> try yeah. to prove it it just doesn't or some people who live in other countries have a different experience so i, I just really feel it's so personalized and this is where mm-hmm. experimenting comes into play yeah. but also your relationship with food comes into play here too especially with inflammation so if you have a history of yo-yo dieting and you have a history of um restricting, binging, disordered thinking, disordered eating, inflammation is going to come kind of as a secondary response to whatever almost trauma we're we're putting Mm -hmm. our body through. So it's nutrition is inside so many different facets of healing that what's nice, again, it's kind of like you work on one thing, you'll, you'll almost work on all of them. Mm-hmm. So I would say when it comes to nutrition, just start the, like what I would start with is paying attention to how food makes you feel and what foods from there. So you, you figure a few things out, what foods make you feel good? Yep. What on your plate that if you can experience going right, like eating a meal without feeling bloated, without feeling uncomfortable. And that may take some time, right? Our body, when your body's used to something and is in a routine, it takes a minute for it to get out of it. Mm -hmm. But we want you to not experience bloating after a meal. Some bloating is normal. Like you, you you know, you, you filled your stomach up, your, your stomach's going to stick out a little bit, but that uncomfortable inflammation, headache, bloating, got a rock in your stomach. Like that's how I always described it as I would just feel like I had just a huge rock sitting in my stomach when I would eat certain things. So that's how I always knew I was like, okay, definitely it's not making my body feel good. And then like the, the whole like inflammation would always come afterwards. Like I would just notice mm-hmm. my hands would get super small. You know, you talked about headaches that would happen for me. Um, so yeah, just whenever I started really paying attention to like, okay, this was happening. It wasn't just today. I had a headache. It was today. I had a headache after I ate mm-hmm. whatever it was. So it was when I started really paying attention and I, I mean, I would keep a, a log in my phone of like, okay, after I ate this, this is how I felt. Mm-hmm. And anytime I would notice those symptoms come up, I would just try to keep a log somewhere so that I could go back and refer to that. Right. Cause otherwise, yeah. I mean, I'm, 
if you have certain, you know, you're eating a meal, it could be any of those things that you're eating. So you kind of have to keep track of it to know what's causing you these issues. For sure. For sure. And if that's the route you choose to go on. Sure. And I think that it's also warranted to say that if you do have a history of disordered eating or restricting and binging or anything like that, maybe starting here is not the place Mm -hmm. to start because there's lots of other things you could do to decrease inflammation. Um, Diet is a huge part of it, but it doesn't have to be the first thing you check off your list. Repairing your relationship with food is probably going to be a lot more helpful on this healing journey Mm -hmm. and how to make a happy home for a baby and working on your relationship with food, your body, your environment, uh, rather than um, doing this. So there's yeah. two routes there. I mean, there's probably a million routes you could go on, <laughs> but you know, nutrition really helps can help with inflammation. There's also foods you can add in, Yeah. but we have tons of posts on that on our Instagram, but you really just want to eat foods that are anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but go check out our Instagrams. So we'll link yeah. them below. Cause there's, we could go, that's a whole other podcast. Say, we so could we go could on about. and on. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I guess next would be lifestyle things. So kind of like what Morgan was talking about before with the meditation, yoga, things like that. If Mm -hmm. you feel called to add those in, it could be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you, if that's something you want to do, I would start slow. Um, Don't go and try to do like a 30 minute meditation. You're going (laughs) to go, what the hell am I doing? This is awful. And, or or you'll fall asleep because sometimes meditation makes me fall asleep. Um, So start slow, find like a short five, 10 minute video and start with that and just mm-hmm. try it. It doesn't have to be something extreme, extraneous or long or time consuming. Like it can be short and sweet and, um, it can have an impact. So, you know, it, say you do a 10 minute yoga video and you're, you just are with yourself by yourself doing this. It doesn't have to be super difficult. It can just be like almost like simple stretching. Um, there's all kinds of YouTube videos that you can find, um, or YouTube pages that they have tons and tons and tons of videos and like even like things you could type in like yoga before bed and like you'll find something so Mm -hmm. there's there's things you can add in but they don't have I mean you could journaling you could do journaling before you go to bed or when you wake up um like practicing gratitude wake up and you know before you touch your phone, say three things that you're grateful for. There's lots of things that you can add into your day that are going to kind of help you. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. help you feel more like yourself or um, kind of adding in that whole stress management kind of side of things. These are great tools for stress management. Mm-hmm. And they're also just ways to kind of, if you are in the process of trying to get pregnant, it can be heavy and it can be sometimes difficult. So we want you to have ways that you can um, like move these emotions through your body, mm-hmm. you know, process these emotions, holding these in and like storing these and within they're they're not going to serve yourself. They're not going to serve your body. This is probably going to cause more stress, internal stress that you're maybe suppressing, um, And so when these things, you start to do these things, don't be surprised if you feel emotional during them, that Mm -hmm. that's totally normal and let those emotions flow. Sometimes getting those emotions out, um, 
crying, yelling, maybe it's dancing, like whatever you need to do to move that through, um, do it. And, you know, if you have to do it in like a, a space when you're by yourself, if that makes you feel most comfortable, like do what you need to do to like help yourself feel these emotions or, um, do these lifestyle things that you can add in to help with the stress management, to help you relax, to help make your body kind of, like we said, a happy home for your baby. Cause I think when you start to do these things, you're going to notice, um, probably a little bit of, like we said, the mindset changes, you might notice that, I don't know, you just might feel a little bit more light afterwards. Does that even make sense? Like just light, mm-hmm. like your emotions might feel a little bit, not as heavy as they were before. And I think when you start to process these things, um, your body is going to re- like notice this and recognize it. And it's going to, you know, like we talked about your thyroid, you can hold emotions in your thyroid, your thyroid chakra, like all those things could be unbalanced. And I think when you start to get them aligned, your body is going to start kind of functioning a little bit better. Your inflammation might decrease. Like we said, your stress management might, you might be able to process things a little bit better than before. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think the number one thing when like when we say lifestyle right is Mm -hmm. reminding ourselves that we get to be better every single day whether that's doing less (laughs) or just paying attention to what fills our cup up and I think that's like the umbrella of what we mean by lifestyle is like filling Mm -hmm. your cup up is that movement is that sleep is that like what do you need right now that's going to help you not pour from an empty cup because Mm -hmm. what we do know is that small changes plus consistency plus time equals significant results that's like psychological that's been scientifically studied we understand that small changes small realistic sustainable changes in your lifestyle make a difference for sure right yeah yeah absolutely because what like there's a, a prime example and I talked about this inside THM too mm-hmm. is like there's a plane that leaves from LA and is flying direct to Rome, Italy. And if the nose of the plane is like one degree off course to the north or the I don't know, south, one of them, that it's gonna end up in Austria. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> like the small changes matter, right? That one degree mattered. So I, I really think that it's important to not underestimate the small changes in, are you drinking enough water every day? How can we add another cup of water if you're not drinking another mm-hmm. cup of water, right? Like telling your body you're grateful for it when you wake up. Have half a plate of vegetables, follow the THM formula, guys. It's so yeah. easy. Half a plate of vegetables with dinner. I don't care what vegetables, eat what you like, have a blast with it, but have more vegetables, fiber. Your thyroid loves fiber. Oh, Yes. So doing things like that daily and small, consistent changes, we know you're going to reap the benefits. Mm-hmm. We know that. So how can we do that? How can we make small changes? How can you fit that into your life? I think is going to be really important for your mindset, for your nutrition, for your lifestyle, for your relaxation, for your stress management, right? For your sleep, right? I can keep going all the things. Yeah. You know, new habits take intention to remember to do. And that means consciously switching your thoughts from do like thoughts to doing something more beneficial for yourself, not just kind of like letting life take you where it goes, which might be good 
honestly, but it takes time and, and it does get easier to do. And, and mm-hmm. these changes take time and you're going to catch yourself in a lot of old thinking patterns and a lot of old habit patterns, right? I forgot I wanted to start drinking more water. That's okay. I forgot yeah. that I, I, oh, I wanted to start tracking my BBT today. Right. Like, like there's, it's okay. We all have times where we're going to like, you moved, right. And yep. you drive to your old house. It's let's just say it's in the same town. Not if it's in like, a <laughs> but like you drive to your own old house, right. Or, yeah. or you write the wrong year, right. Whenever new year's happens, you write the wrong year. Mm-hmm. I do that for like literally until it's the next year. <laughs> and then it finally <laughs> clicks. It's normal. It's human. Mm-hmm. You're human. And these lifestyle changes get to be get to fit into your life. And it's important to not beat yourself up for any part of this journey. So some new thoughts might be that you can really start putting into your lifestyle changes right now would be like done is better than perfect. And I am a firm Mm. believer in that done is better than perfect. This does not need to be perfect, but you know what? I had half a plate of vegetables at one meal today and I am so freaking proud of myself. And you know what? Chelsea and Morgan are proud of me because that's going to help me (laughs) with my inflammation. That's going to help me get more fiber. That's going to benefit me so much. And that's not hard to do. Right. Or saying things like, I just forgot. Nothing's wrong with me. I just forgot. Yeah. And that's okay. It's totally okay. And I, I, one thing and we're going to end it here, but the, the number one thing, <laughs> not again, one more time, <laughs> do your best, do your best to have fun. Yeah. I think that our subconscious in general as adults, I'm assuming you're an adult, if you're listening to this yeah. is to play. We need to play more. We need to have fun, be more happy, show Enjoy up for life. ourselves. Right. Yeah. And it's all important. It's yeah. all important. You're learning what works best for your body inside and out. You're not restricting this and, oh, I'm eating good today. Or, oh, if I do it this way, I'm not going to have a baby. That's not the way it works. No. So do your best to just have a little more bit for little bit more fun. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Add fun to the healing journey. Enjoy it. Go out to eat. If -hmm. you want to add more water, get a fun cup. Yeah. Right. If you want to be in bed by 10 o'clock every night, like me, create a nighttime routine where you PJs, put on your face cream, get into bed and scroll through TikTok for a half an hour. Exactly. Yeah. Do things that add more fun to what you're adding into your life. It gets to be like what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. For sure. It, it gets to be fun if that's what you want. Yeah. It gets to be enjoyable. So just, just keep that in mind when you're on this journey and you are making a happy home for your baby. Because mm-hmm. that's really, I mean, if you're trying to conceive, that is the goal here. Right. For sure. I love it. I love it. I love it. So good. Have more fun guys. Eat foods that make you feel good. 
work on our stress and if you need any help or guidance shoot us a dm mm-hmm. we also love when you guys leave reviews let us know how we're doing that helps us get our podcast into the eyes of more women with Hashimoto's yes. who are trying to conceive or who are on a pregnancy journey or postpartum journey or wherever you are at in the making a baby process and we just mm-hmm. love you so much thank you for being here with us and yes, we'll catch you in you. the next one Bye. Bye, guys.